Hi, everyone. Welcome to Enter the Chat Podcast, where we talk about video games, anime, and all things nerdy. My name is Kwa. And I'm Siri. Yeah. <laughs> so Siri, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Um, let's just imagine you're meeting a new friend and they've never heard of nor seen any type of anime. So now That's unheard of. No, it happens. It actually happens. I've 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 met people, I've actually dated someone who's not into anime and has no idea. Uh, about I suppose, anything yeah. what I, I choose my friends you choose well the conversation today is gonna kind of be in that mindset the top three anime you would recommend to someone who's never watched anime okay i have quite a few that comes up to mind whenever i think of like the top three anime i would introduce to someone i would say my number one would be Code Geass, just because that was one of the first ones I ever watched, and that's what kind of got me hooked onto the different types of genres of anime. It's got a bit of everything, I think. As a synopsis, I guess, it is about a Japanese character who was born in a country called Britannia. He gains this power where he can tell people to do whatever he wants, just once. So he, he has his eye that when he opens his eye and kind of like looks at them, it controls them for just one action. As long as they follow through with whatever his command is, it works. And then he uses this power to kind of bring up a rebellion um, against Britannia, his country, because he was born Japanese and they had taken over his country. So he wanted to do this revolt against the Britannia army. Hmm. And it kind of just goes through like, all these different kinds of battles. There's romance, there's friendships, there's betrayals, a lot of secrets, and a lot of just crazy, crazy strategy stuff. Yeah, I've I've heard of Code Geass, and I think I watched maybe an episode or two, and it looks like one of, like he's some kind of ruler, and then like the art style, it seems like. Classic is not the word, but it just looks like an older anime, you know, mm-hmm. to me. Well, when I mean, it... it was created probably about 15 years ago. I don't remember the exact date. I just know I was pretty young when I was watching it. So it was like one of those older ones. Um, it wasn't completely CGI, more more hand-drawn type stuff. Yeah, so. definitely had that look to it. But yeah. uh, so um, I know you gave a synopsis. So is that why you recommend it or is there are there different reasons it was just a really good way of showing the different level of maturity that anime have there's a lot of dark topics that go into that that anime mm-hmm. and you kind of like learn about different human personalities it's a great way of just looking at how people can be awful like just straight awful people and then there's also the really good people who bring out the best people and just trying to do their best to be in a positive world, okay. live, grow, and learn, all that kind of stuff. So it has a little bit of everything. I enjoyed it because there's really badass robots in there. Oh, mech. <laughs> yeah. mech stuff yeah, is always lots, really fun. Lots of mech battles, which are really <laughs> cool. And then 
just like a lot of the the strategies that the main character goes through um on how to like prepare for this revolt all the crazy mastermind plans he has it's it's great it's just yeah and i would say that's probably one of the reasons why i liked it, it was just his mind was just it's so interesting to watch and kind of like be a part of his thinking process but at the same time the anime doesn't allow you to see what his end goal is he kind of just leads you to it okay is it kind of like um what's that show Th- those types of shows where you kind of get into the mind of a serial killer i know he, i don't know if he's a serial killer but is it kind of like that where you understand the philosophies behind his tactics or strategy is that what you mean yeah so yeah he he, bas- he basically is just i don't know he's kind of demented <laughs> kind of crazy I mean, guy. yeah th- people always want to learn why people are the way they are and i think having a character like that would be interesting for sure mm-hmm. so kind of okay, reminds what about you yeah i was about to say it kind of reminds me of my number one anime that i love and i and i always recommend it to people who haven't seen anime is death note not the live action remake oh my goodness if you watch the re- the live action remake you're you're doing yourself a disservice this is the netflix one, right no <laughs> i mean death note the anime is on netflix but i'm talking about the anime i don't know not the live action netflix no i'm not I'm not talking about the live-action Netflix one. Okay. Although the only good thing I like about that one is Willem Dafoe is Ryuk, which is a Shinigami who makes a, who's a dedicated presence to his show. But again, so my favorite anime and the way I always describe it to people is that you know this this brilliant high school student, his name is Light Yagami. He stumbles upon this supernatural notebook, which is the Death Note. And it, it, it sounds, he even says in the anime, it sounds like one of those like chain letters. If you don't send this on to 10 people, you're going to die. The notebook gives the user to the ability to kill people just by writing their name in the notebook. And then I think it's for, within 40 seconds, they have a heart attack and die. There are other intricacies of how to kill a person, but that's kind of the main thing is that it kills people. And so light is one of those interesting characters where he's kind he he's demented but he feels like he's justified in his actions he kind of has this god complex and he feels like he has to right the world so that's how that's how it starts and then the whole series is about him trying to conquest like build a new world where it's just and full of good people but then they have he has the police force but also like there's other higher up forces trying to take him down but they don't know who he is they don't know his identity and then this detective this ace detective l comes into the picture and and then it turns into a chess game like a cat and mouse chase Mm -hmm. that's why i would recommend it because i i first of all i like darker anime so just following light's journey on trying to accomplish his goal is kind of like wow man, maybe he's right, maybe he's not. So it kind of blurs the line of right and just for viewers, since it kind of gets your mind working and with, like, a philosophical thought. And the chess game, the mind game, is just really, really intriguing to see. You hear the inner thoughts of Light and L trying to outsmart, outwit each other. Yeah. So I, I, really, I really like that aspect. That's what captivated me. Um, it's not one of those anime that it has flashy 
action scenes like Dragon Ball Z. Um, I think they do a really good job of relying on the writing to deliver good content. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of threw me off because you kept saying light, and I, I <laughs> I'm used to the Japanese <laughs> name, oh, which is what? Raito. It's what? Raito. It also means light, but in Japanese they they call oh. it Raito. Oh. <laughs> so that threw me off for a little bit, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I would agree that's a really good show. Definitely a lot darker than Code Geass, I think. But I mean, if you like dark anime, both of those would be incredible choices to start off with because they're just really dark, really delve into like the human personality and almost like you almost can't tell sometimes when a character is good or not in that in in I think in either series it, it just you can't really tell because like even on the Britannia Empire in Code Geass there's like characters where you're like oh she's so nice you know she wants to help the people but then the rest of the empire is just awful people and he's trying to like get rid of the awful people but if he's getting rid of the awful people he also has to get rid of the good people because they're all part of the same group mm-hmm. but then it's also the same for his side his side also has incredibly terrible people but then there's also really good people and you're just like oh i'm so conflicted between these characters you're just i don't know you know like i I can't really pick and choose a side but right even though he is the protagonist um his name is lelouch i I forgot to mention his name but (laughs) (laughs) even though he does all these terrible things you can't help but really like the guy for his mind and the fact that he wants it to be a better place so it's like okay you're killing all these people but at the same time you're trying to make it a better place for people and you're just like so it's the same concept with death note yes it's Um, it's definitely a struggle having those not ambiguous but like is it ambiguous an ambiguous character no that's not it but it just to kind of echo what you're saying that it's a gray area there's no definite oh yeah this guy's a good guy this guy's a bad guy it's kind of like uh, i guess it really depends on what you believe in for justice and right me personally i l is my favorite he's brilliant and he has the best comedic lines amidst the like dark themes and <laughs> darkness of the anime so yeah all right mm-hmm. number two do you want to do this one first or do you want me to go um i'll i'll go first um okay. Hopefully you don't pick one that I was going to do. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, my second one is actually a more of a recent one that came out in the last year or two. I believe it's 2019. Uh, Demon Slayer. Uh, it's last year. <laughs> last year. Okay. I mean, I knew it was 2019, but I don't know if it like came out before then. Because I, I know I watched it in 2019. But um, yeah, so this is a newer one. And just a quick synopsis of what it's about humans and demons they coexist in the same world and then the main character tanjiro kamado he witnesses his family getting devoured by demons um but he manages to save his sister who is kind of half demon half human she's kind of like in a transition phase and but she's she has demon-like characteristics but she's still cognizant of who tanjiro is and has you know she wants to protect him. And so he's like, Oh, maybe there's a way I can bring her back to being fully human. So 
the entire anime so far for season one and season two is coming out next year maybe i don't know the movie comes out yeah the movie comes out first yeah Um, i actually don't know the release date for the movie october is it october Mm -hmm. did they i feel like they extended it they definitely did right Oh, did they? I know it comes out in October. I have it on my calendar. (laughs) Oh, okay. But anyway. Continue, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, The anime follows uh, the adventures of Tanjiro and Nezuko. They meet different demon slayers. He becomes a demon slayer. And so, um, and then you you find out there's this big bad, like, Mm -hmm. demon mastermind. And so uh, he he ties into the story, and then they're trying to find him and maybe get their answers on how to turn her back. This anime, truthfully, the plot is not the most unique. It's pretty straightforward, but I love stuff with demons in it. So I'm a little bit biased there. But I, I picked this one because of the art style, the animation, and the music. It's really, um, it's just really beautiful. <laughs> I never skip the theme song no, when it comes on Spotify. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's a really great show. But would you say, I mean, it's like talking about demons and slayers. Do you think it's more of like for a mature crowd? I don't remember if it was too, too gory because it's been a while since I've watched it. But I do remember some of the, the scenes could be a bit intense, I guess. I, no, I agree. I agree. And um, this might be, you know, if I I might have a different, uh, not I want to say upbringing, but. I watched a lot of dark, demon, gory anime growing up. So maybe that's just, this looks, this seemed more tame than what I'm used to. Proceed with caution with Demon Slayer. Uh, It definitely has its moments, comedic, lighthearted moments. The characters are all really lovable. They're very distinct. Um, You have a wide range of just really badass, calm, collected, stoic, all the way to loud, annoying, in-your-face kind of characters. There's a whole spectrum of people. I think more of the action scenes are probably probably a lot more intense for mm-hmm. sure. But the sword animations and the elements that come with it definitely worth it. Sword bending. <laughs> sword bending. <laughs> I I agree with Demon Slayer is a really good starter one. I do appreciate I, I noticed that you do have a trend in the stuff you like is a little bit more darker. For Demon Slayer, one aspect of it that I really, really enjoyed was uh, the fact that the demons also had their side story as well. That's a good point. Even though they're about to get slayed, you know. Spoilers. Have... <laughs> I mean, Demon Slayer slays demons. <laughs> a lot of the demons were just very, like, you almost felt bad for them. Like, Oh, I hated that like, I felt bad for yeah, them. Yeah, it, it was very weird watching that. It was like, you almost felt bad that they were demons and that they had to go through the things they did. Um, And then I almost felt relieved almost when they were killed. I mean, it's like relieved in both both ways, right? Like a bittersweet moment kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, so they're finally finding peace, but they're also getting killed. (laughs) Right, because they are terrorizing the people, the towns, and, you know, the, the Demon Slayer's job is to get rid of the demons. And then you just get a glimpse of like a humanistic aspect of the demon's life yeah mm-hmm. which was nice I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure i cried at some of them so <laughs> okay good to know yeah <laughs> but i guess i guess my thing is i mean a lot of people they they i feel like they gravitate towards more classic like like 80s style 80s stories i mean 
Demon Slayer is not exactly reinventing the wheel story-wise, but I think it's awesome that something newer, more modern, can still be in the runnings with the more classic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be too much of a surprise if I introduce a newer anime, right? Okay. Then mine is, I think it's a little bit older than Demon Slayer. Not a little bit, maybe two years older, is One Punch Man. Would be my number two, yes. I wanted to throw something in that was a little bit more lighthearted, more comical than it is like plot-driven. Because there are different types of anime. There's there's the really dark ones, really story-driven. Those are the ones where you can binge it and you would get this whole story across multiple episodes, right? Whereas One Punch Man, there isn't really one story. I feel like almost every episode is its own story. Sometimes there'll be two episodes where they're kind of linked together, but they're not completely the same but i'll I'll give you a background on one punch Man first it is a story about a regular guy who decided that he was not good enough for anything and he kind of just quit his office job and then he started training he did um this is training it was just it was 10 kilometer run every day i believe it was a hundred no a thousand push-ups a thousand push-ups a thousand crunches and 10 kilometer run every single day and he would do this every single day and then I, I guess multiple years later, he developed this thing where his whole physique was just, he can touch anything or punch anything once, and it would just be completely obliterated. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, surprise there, the title's One Punch Man. His name is Saitama, before I forget Saitama. Again. Yeah, and a uh, fun fact, <laughs> for your English dub voice actor fanatics like me, Saitama is also voiced by Ryuji from Persona 5. Anyway. Wow, okay. Good to know. I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, Saitama, he originally had hair, which I thought was really funny. And then once he started training, he lost all his hair. He's just completely I don't know how that happened. I don't understand how that happened. But I mean, part of the story is it's just, it's it's basically a gag anime where it's just cool to see this one dude wear this yellow tight suit with a cape. And he's like a hero for hire almost. And all he does is punch things one time and it destroys villains, super villains. Um, he can destroy a whole town just with one punch. And one of the reasons I, I, I recommend this one was I actually recommended it to a friend who never watched anime before. He wasn't into it. Um, he might have been into like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh! But in terms of the game, not really for the, the anime show or the story aspect of it. He just liked the game. I told him, "Hey, you should watch One Punch One Punch Man. It's it's on Netflix right now." And he watched it and he loved every episode of it because it was just one of those shows where it was just really funny. Um there's a lot of comedic value in the episodes. All there's no real plot. There's at one point there's somewhat of a plot in the in the show, but really it wasn't anything mind-blowing or anything and they have season two out. I actually haven't seen season two yet. I've seen season one. I'm kind of a bad anime fan at this point. Well, I mean, you know, the ironic thing you bring that up, that this anime up is um, I have a friend who's who's who knows of anime, but is not as an avid like watcher or viewer of anime. He recommended this one to me. One point. And two. yes, he did. Um okay. You know, it, it's so crazy. I, I, I had heard of One Punch Man. I have friends who cosplay as One Punch Man. 
But for the longest time, I avoided watching it because I was turned off by the fact that he's so OP. Like, how my, my thought process was, how do you have character development with someone who's already OP? You know, like, yeah. you know, something like a My Hero Academia where Deku is clearly, he's, he's, he has to start from point A and get to point B in growth and strength and, you know, hero, being a hero and stuff. I actually watched it while I was in recovery from surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the whole first season, and I, you know, it's ironic the 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 genre is deadpan, <laughs> but there's definitely a lot of LOL moments. Like it's, it has comedic value, and you know, yeah, just Saitama's reactions to things are just so funny. Yeah, you know, he could be in the face of like a giant monster, and he's just like, oh. That, that, that's yeah, that's standing right in front of me. And then he just he, like punched. he's never really scared. No, he he's not. Just, he's just <laughs> super calm. He stares stares at things, and he's like, "Oh, hi. Um, you're doing bad things. I I probably need to stop you from doing those things." And then he does. He defeats it, and then he gets no credit for it almost all the time. It, it just seems like sometimes thing. it's a mistake. Like sometimes he just does it on mistake, and he defeats all these bad guys. And then yeah. sometimes when he does it on purpose, no one knows that he did it. <laughs> but that's in I in that where he doesn't get the credit because I get I physically get angry that he doesn't get any credit or recognition. But the great thing about Saitama is that he doesn't want the credit. You know, he's just being a hero to be a hero. That's all but he yeah, cares about. At the same time, he's like, I want to make money. <laughs> that is a That's motivator, but you don't need yeah. rec- you don't need He's recognition like, I to make money. make money. So he like joined the hero program to see if he can make money off there, and there's mm-hmm. a whole story behind that. And definitely, if you want something that's like oh, a yeah. lot more lighthearted, that that's probably the one I would go with. Was mm-hmm. it's just so ridiculous, but at the same time, you can't help but love the guy because he's so calm, collected, and he does this amazing thing, and he doesn't care. <laughs> His one-liners are are really good. Yeah, I, I will yeah. give him that. So, yeah, turned this this person, this girl, into a One, one Punch Man fan. Yeah, One Punch Man <laughs> fan. And if you ever go to an anime convention, I can guarantee you, some bald guy is going to be cosplaying Saitama. Like, yeah, actually, um, someone, my friend who cosplays Saitama, he commented on one of my Instagram posts. You. You you listeners are not gonna see this, but I'm gonna show Qua so he can get a like the l- legitimate legitimate cosplay. I had no idea who he was. I was like that is legit. But, and then it was oh. just Saitama. Yep. Actually, you know what? He deleted it. So never mind. Cut oh, that. <laughs> I don't know why you got rid of it. It was so good. I, I don't know. All the conventions I've been to, I've always seen at least one Saitama. He's just such a popular character, especially with bald men, apparently. <laughs> or a bald cap. I actually haven't seen a Saitama with a bald cap. I guess they're the 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 bald men are like, hey, we have a character to represent yeah, right? us. Yay! Yeah, yeah. he's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just he's such a cool character that I feel almost dumb that I never thought of it myself. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. I I just think he's such a cool character. It's just really good character design, but at the same time, it's so simple. I don't understand. Simplicity is le- like less is more. Simplicity, is minimalistic. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need it. I think it just proves that you don't need again 
flashy action scene. Nothing against action anime, but you know that those types of anime definitely draw you in with those type of tactics to like draw your eye. But something as simple as One Punch Man can still be equally as good. So uh, is is it my turn to do the the third one, or or do you want to do the third one? I don't know. You want to pay rock paper scissors for it? Yeah, sure. Okay, is it one two three shoot? On shoot. And then whoever wins gets to who wins says the last one first. Yeah, sure. Okay, one two three like one two on three choose choose on shoot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ready? One two three shoot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, scissors. Okay. Hi. Okay, round two. One, One two, two, three. Three. Shoot. What do you have? Oh, oh my god, stop copying me. I'm not. Okay. okay. Last one. Yeah. One, One two, two, three. three. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, I have rock. Okay. You can okay. choose if you want to do yours now or wait. I have a feeling I know what yours is. Okay, um, let's play. Let's play a game. Another game. Which one do you think it is? Full Metal. Actually, no. Oh, it's not. You changed. Wow. I changed okay. it. I did because I realized I had two darker themed anime. I wanted to do I something. Say Full Metal is dark. It has some dark themes to it. Okay, like yeah. some, yeah, like maybe, the whole reason why be, they go on their adventure is pretty maybe dark. Maybe there'll be a honorable mention between the two of us. Oh my god, I totally want to do honorable mentions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm going completely opposite end of the spectrum. Um, something super frilly, lighthearted, and fun. Oh, I know uh, what this one is then. All right, what is it? Oh, no, 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 I'm just gonna let you do it. <laughs> like, yep, that's right. I guessed it. All right, it's Oran High School Host Club. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Yes. Um. Real quick, uh, it's a reverse harem. So, um, a a young woman. Well, first, explain what a harem is. I know a young woman. Oh, a harem. Oh, I'm sorry. A harem is um a situation where a a, a male character is surrounded by an ensemble of women. Okay. Yes. So reverse harem is the opposite, where it's a young woman in an ensemble of men. Okay. So, um, Oran High School Host Club is a reverse harem. Haruhi Fujioka is an honor student attending this prestigious high school for the rich and elite. And somehow she gets mixed up in the activities of a host club of all men. Five men? Yes, five. And so they mistake her for a a guy because she has short hair. Her voice is kind of deep, doesn't have any hint of being a feminine voice. And so she ends up breaking this expensive boss they just have randomly sitting in the middle of the room. And so they're like, oh, you've got to pay for that. So how are you going to pay back for it? You don't have any money. You're not a rich, you're not a rich student like the rest of us. So they kind of guilt her and get her to join their club. And she has to get a certain number of guests to request her to make up for the debt that she owes them. So again, lighthearted anime. And, you know, you get a lens into this completely ridiculous and humorous situation. You see all their club activities. They get all dressed up in different themes. And the main thing that I really like about this one is, first of all, it's short. I like really short anime because it has a start and has an end. and doesn't go on and on and on for, like, hundreds of episodes. I'm looking at you, One Piece. 
And Sorry. Oh my god, please tell me that's not your third one. But <laughs> but my favorite part of Oron High School Host Club is just you feel you feel the dynamics of that group. You know, they're just like a weird eclectic mix of people who you wouldn't think would be friends, but because one person, Tamaki, he brings them together for this common goal to make people happy and they become this little family and so you kind of see the nuances of that. And um yeah, I binged that one real quick. I it's, I'm still not done with that one. How? Five. How? Oh, is that the twins fight? I think so. That's if my I, favorite episode. It's been a while. It's been a while. See, she the remembers. Tw- she remembers episodes. They I are. do. I do. And I have the whole manga set over there on my bookshelf. That's crazy. It's too- but yeah, yeah, this one holds a special place in my heart. And I, 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 I promise I didn't pick my favorites just to pick my favorites. You know, like there are things I like about them. Um. I watched anime growing up when I was younger, and then I took a long break from, like, elementary, early middle school, all the way until college, halfway through my college career, because I was made fun of for liking anime. And so I was kind of ashamed to be like, oh, yeah, I watch anime, but no one else watches it. Then one friend, uh, he and I bonded over anime, and he's like, you need to watch Orange High School Host Club, because it'll make you feel happy. Did it? It it did, and That's then good. and when it and then when it ended, I I was crying because I was like I don't want it to be over. <laughs> but isn't there a sequel? No, there isn't. I there heard isn't. there was going to be a sequel at some point. No, but they might do a remake because that's that's a relatively old. I think. Been a uh, I think it's two thousand five or six. Time to Google. Hey I Siri, wrote it, I wrote I wrote it down. Oh wow. <laughs> you just wanted to make that joke. Uh, I did. According to my sources, it was 2006, so it's okay. not that old. Yeah, that's not too bad. But yeah, I like I like this one. Um, you know, a lot of I feel like I see a lot of silly and dramatic high school anime being geared towards fan service. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't have that. Not even. I mean, you, I guess you could argue there is some male gaze. No, not male it's gaze. Fem- fan service. It's fe- female. But it just—it doesn't—it doesn't rub you the wrong way. It doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. I guess. At least yeah. I don't think so. I mean, they go—they go, they go on—they go to a beach, so they're all shirtless. So I mean. So, so between Orin High School Host Club and uh, Free, which one? Okay, Free is definitely a fan servicey one. Fan service, right? Yeah, because okay. that one is like they're so glorifying if, if, their maybe male we bodies. should do all the the male shows, um, like from Orin High School to Free. How much fan service is it? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Wait, I mean, did you free see free. the scene? Uh, it's funny because um, in the I watch English dub, I watch anime in English dub, and J. Michael Tatum plays Kyoya in Oran High School Host Club, and he's also in Free as Ray. They're basically the same character except Ray is just very flamboyant. Like, <laughs> so funny. Anyway, fun uh, voice actor fun fact. So where were Yuri? this you you've watched yuri on ice right yes i have yeah so so from Orange high school's club to free where i mean we'll get... i don't think yuri on ice is fan servicey except for that this there that one competition where that guy is clearly feeling himself i mean go go off feel yourself but i don't think it has fan service in it okay 
I've only watched clips of it, so I I actually don't know what Yuri is like. I've watched Free. I've watched Nora in high school. I haven't. But yeah, why bring up Yuri? I'm just curious (laughs) where you're because I know you've seen it. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, I don't watch all just dark anime. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. Anyway, your turn. My turn for my third one. I swear, if you say One Piece, going to be One Piece. So completely opposite from Siri. She she wanted something short, nice, sweet. Yeah. Quaz a commitment man. He's yeah, a man I of would, commitment. <laughs> this, this one is very dear to my heart. One Piece was probably one of the first mainstream shows I watched. Oddly enough, I did not watch it in Japanese first. I actually watched it oh. in English when it aired on um was it Toonami? No. It's on Toonami. It is on Toonami now. Um now but not previously, I don't know. I think it was just in Saturday morning cartoon. Like one of those ones they added on. Kind oh, of like I didn't even realize they had that for like anime. Or something like that. And it was actually one of the first ones I watched through there. And then I got addicted to the manga. And it has been so many years and it still hasn't finished. It's it has like 800 years. episodes. I think they're at 900 now. I'm not caught 900, up. 900, like, whatever. Because I've been working and I watch material. But I can like, I usually binge it whenever there's like a long break or. I used to binge a lot of it during college whenever there was like summer um, and no classes. I would just, I would watch probably like 20, 30 episodes a day. <laughs> a day hey, a that, day. That, that's a, that, and, that is a thing. That is a real it, thing. And it still didn't put a dent to the amount of episodes I still have to watch. And nowadays I just get a bunch of highlights from YouTube, which is terrible. This is a terrible I mean, habit that Qual does. He, he knows a lot about anime he's never watched because he watches YouTube clips. And I keep telling him to stop doing it because he's doing himself a disservice. But he doesn't listen to me. So viewers, people on the internet, please tell Qual to stop spoiling anime for himself. But backtracking a little bit, I so I know of One Piece. I know it's prestige. I know it's a long commitment anime. But what is it actually about? All right. So I just know pirates. That's it. Our main character is a kid. I guess he's a kid the start 800 Um, episodes like ash ketchum yeah (laughs) no his name is monkey d luffy and in this show they have these things called devil fruits um where once you eat a devil fruit you gain certain powers right so he with his devil fruit when he ate it as a kid he became a rubber man um it's called the goma gomu fruit or in english they did gum gum fruit um yeah but so his whole body stretches like a rubber band the only downside to these fruits are if once you eat one you can never swim again and you can imagine this is very interesting because pirates are always on the sea so this is like one of the it's like character weaknesses that you find in like classic tropes and stuff this is his one character weakness is that not only is he like now made of rubber he also can't swim (laughs) so whenever he goes into the water he instantly just starts sinking it's hilarious. It, it happens quite a lot, and some of the bad guys will like use it against him and throw him into the water or something, and he'll just drown. Does that right? never get old? I'm, this is a genuine question. What drowning? Just like the fact that people would try to use it against him for eight hundred. I mean, so other characters will also have fruit powers as well. So at some point, it's kind of just just don't go into the water kind of thing. Most of the fights are on land; they're not on boats all the time. Um, they only use the boats to travel to islands, so most of their like fighting, most of the story takes place on land, not okay, not, not in the ocean. 
it's just it's a long story so i can't really give the best summary but basically he's trying to become the greatest pirate he's going to try to become the pirate king um so back in back probably 20 years or so 15 years ago there was a pirate king who was ordered to what's it called when you chop off their head executed execute let's just execute so he he was he was caught captured um to be executed and right before he was executed he said that if you to to become pirate king you just got to go find the one piece um no one knows what the one piece is they don't know if it's a treasure a ship an island a person a group of people no one knows um there's been like ton of theories but i mean after 800 900 episodes nobody really knows anything like i know does it even exist (laughs) And this one piece is on part of the continent or the world called the Grand Line. Um, supposedly, it's at the end of the Grand Line, which to me doesn't really make sense because are we flat earthers in one piece? Because <laughs> is there really an end? To they believe in one the flat to flat Earth. It's not um, spherical. But, I mean, let's say it's around Earth, right? So the Grand Line is kind of like where the equator is on Earth. Um, That's what I imagine it would have been. Yeah. yeah. So to enter the Grand Line, so the Grand Line is like a really, it's almost like a, a ring around the world, right? Is what I imagine it would be like. I've seen maps of it, but I mean, of course, you can't really comprehend it because I don't know how you can get to an end of the Grand Line if it's in a loop. But okay, so let's let's just say they start at this like a point in the Grand Line, but to get into there, you have to like cross different waterfalls you have to go through whirlpools it's like really dangerous to get into the grand line now they are in the grand line in the current anime but there's like a journey to get there they had to cross many islands and then once they got to the grand line there's also islands in the grand line it's like inception yeah and then there's also a middle point of the grand line which i also confuses me because how can you it's like a line within a line (laughs) but i kind of just accepted it as part of the story i mean i i think yeah, stuff anime. I feel like when we watch movies or any sort of entertainment, we we just accept the story as it is. There's really not much logic in, especially as something as you know, it's like creative. It's like the Tooth Fairy. Just gotta believe in it. Do you believe oh, okay. in the Tooth Fairy? No. Okay. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the whole story is just him collecting crew members for his pirate crew making friendships with people across the the different islands he visits and i feel like almost every island it's almost the same story i mean they're all different stories different emotions play out throughout the different islands but each island has its own arc arc it's kind of like a rinse and repeat thing for like for 900 chapters you're gonna get like a rinse and repeat thing where luffy's gonna eventually fight a big bad boss on the island he's gonna beat him then they go to the next island continue the story There'll be another big bad boss. But I feel like that's just how these kind of animes work because you enjoy that entire aspect of going to another island, having a completely different story. It's probably going to have the same ending with our main character beating up the main villain. But I I feel like that's just something I enjoyed. Combat story. The combat was great. He always develops new skills. He always has different techniques he learns. His crew members that he adds sometimes were people he had to fight, and then he would add them in, and then they'd go on to the next island with this new guy who came along, even though he was against him on the island first. And it's just a good showing of how important your friends are. There have been moments where I teared up 
because there's just really sad moments. Yeah, that is one of the sad things about the show. It's just author, artist just did a great job with emotion. The music score kind of plays into it as well. I I cried for an inanimate object. Okay, it wasn't even a person. I'm not going to say what it was because it would ruin it, but I cried for an inanimate object. Okay, it wasn't alive. <laughs> okay. That's really interesting. We'll have to talk offline about that because I'm curious yeah. now. I'm just okay. thinking like, that, that a was rock! <laughs> yeah, like just imagine that. Like that's how much emotion this this author put into the show, this the story. I can even clip you what happens because I don't, I don't know if you're going to ever get to that episode. It's like... I honestly, like I will be completely honest with you and for all you listeners out there, I can I can do marathon anime. I've I've kept up with Dragon Ball Z because that's what I used to watch after school. But something as lengthy as One Piece freaks me out. <laughs> I tried doing Maybe. Fairy Tale, and that's only three hundred episodes, and I was just like, I can't. <laughs> I'm working on Fairy Tale right now, oddly. So I know, but, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Fairy Tale is also a rinse and repeat. But I think it's it's a what's the word? It's a worse case of rinse and repeat. I'll explain it a little bit um, once we get to like if we want to do yeah. like honorable mentions or something later after this. Yeah, definitely. Fairy tale would probably be on there, but I would just give a little spoiler about how it rinses and repeats. And I'm getting annoyed with it because it rinses and repeats. <laughs> like one and piece I, I does feel have like... a, a rinse and repeat, but it's just not as bad because it's it has variations of how you rinse and repeat. But fairy tale. Mm. <laughs> I feel like it would be the same sentiment of Dragon Ball Z when it was on Toonami. A fight scene, a fight sequence between two characters would be 30 episodes in and of itself. And it's like, all right. And they do that almost every arc. Yeah. Is, is that so, kind of like the same thing? Yeah. I mean, the the biggest thing I notice about Dragon Ball Z is how big their necks are. Mm. Have you ever unseen <laughs> that's, that? That's, that's, that's that? what you focus on. <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever seen Vegeta? His head is like this tiny, right? Like this tiny. And then his neck is like this big. He's, uh, if you're not, you don't see this view. He's like making, he's yeah. like trying to like, illustrate with his hands what it looks like. I don't know. Like. It's like his neck is like that. <laughs> Honestly, no, I don't. Man, that is now one you can't huge neck, Vegeta. Now you can't, no. You can't no. see it. You can't no. see it now. No, you're look at it, I you're just, like, it's just it's just one of those things that you just accept it. Yeah, I, I, I suppose. <laughs> like, imagine imagine if the free characters were the Dragon Ball Z characters, like to scale. Oh, man. Eh. Like, it oh. wouldn't have the same effect, right? It's because of the big necks. <laughs> huh. That's something to ponder, listeners. <laughs> Go look at the characters from free and then try to... <laughs> Imagine them as Super Saiyans. I go, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, but honorable mentions? You might I mean, have to go I, first. I hadn't thought about it. But. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions, I think between the two of us, we would probably put Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, not not the other one. Right. Correct. Make sure it's Brotherhood, my friends. Brotherhood. Do not yeah. watch it. I mean, you could watch the other one. And then but I feel watch like... Brotherhood and be like, this is so much better. So Brotherhood, uh, it is on Netflix. Uh, yep. That one I know. Um, don't watch the live action either yeah don't watch the live action but Fullmetal Alchemist I would feel like is almost the classic anime everyone should start with almost so then why isn't it on our list (laughs) I just wanted to be a little bit more spicy and 
I see. Well, yeah, yeah I, f- I feel you. I feel like... I wouldn't say it's like the best introduction to anime. But it's one that you should... If you're going to watch anime, that should be on your... My anime list. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just has a lot of a little bit of everything to be honest i would say it even has fan service <laughs> just a little bit I mean, yes there's a character her name is lust and she's kind of like the sexy seductress yeah. character but i don't think they do i don't think it's much fan service i think it's in a tasteful way given her character i mean her name is lust for crying out loud but you yeah. know I, I again i base fan service feeling based on how my comfort level is you know, I don't get uncomfortable seeing Lust or seeing her in a, in a scene. Um, should we discuss the synopsis for those who have not seen Full Metal Alchemist? Sure, I can do that. Basically, two brothers performed an illegal alchemy ritual trying to bring back their dead mother. Um, this doesn't spoil too much. This is in the first episode. Right. Um, what, ha- what ends up happening is the younger brother gets sucked into, I guess, another dimension. Like, dimension realm type thing and the reason being is because when you perform alchemy there has to be an equal and what's what was it <laughs> what was oh, it equal, we're terrible equivalent mouth. exchange Ex- equivalent, equivalent exchange. exchange yes yeah. um and even if you have let's say you have all the components of a human body like 80 percent water some iron some calcium i don't carbon know what else too, right to, yeah carbon that does not mean you can bring back a human being because yeah, a human and- being also requires a soul um, like a mind, something to think about. And they didn't have that. So for their alchemy ritual, they use this thing called a transmutation circle. And it's kind of like a summoning circle, I guess. And yeah. the circle itself took the younger brother's soul, body, as part of the exchange for their mom coming back to life. But it ended up not even bringing back their mom because honestly, life is one of those things you can't just bring back. After the older brother realized that his younger brother was gone, he decided to sacrifice his arm and his leg to bring back his brother's soul. And he put his brother's soul into a suit of armor. So the whole thing is like a full metal alchemist, but it's not really talking about his brother, but it's talking about him because now he has a metal arm and a leg. And it's just this running joke throughout the entire show that... The full metal alchemist is his younger brother because he's in a full suit of armor, but that's not the case. It's because he has a metal arm and a metal leg. The whole plot of the story is just them trying to figure out a way to bring back their his younger brother's body and bring back his arm and leg. Sometimes they go looking for the Philosopher's Stone or Sorcerer's... I don't know. I guess it's yeah. Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, uh, so or the, like other yeah. ways of they, bringing back. Yeah, they originally set off to find a Philosopher's Stone and... A, like upon this one goal they have to bring uh, the younger brother Al back, they stumble upon this bigger picture conflict happening. I don't want to yeah. give away too much, but basically, it kind of like, starts a war. Honestly, like I mean, you can just say that, and it wouldn't mm-hmm. reveal too much. Um, it kind of brings back an old war, kind of like a, like like war. yeah, like a they have but, a folk tale of a uh, not folk tale, but like they were. There was a, oh God, I forget what it's called. A, a time in history about to repeat itself, kind of. The whole thing is kind of just like this huge conflict, and these two brothers kind of spearhead the whole thing. And it's just a great story of, I would say, pain, a lot of pain throughout the entire thing, a lot of loss, betrayals, tons of those. Tons mm-hmm. of those. 
Yeah, this this anime will get you attached to characters, and you it's know. weird because there's actually a lot of characters you meet, and mm-hmm. you kind of grow attached to them because they have all these different stories. Mm-hmm. They may not be in more than three episodes, but I re- I already feel like a lot of emotion towards it. So yeah. I mean, Full Metal Alchemist is one of those Brotherhood. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is one of those I would say everyone should watch on their binge of anime i guess it's just one of those i would recommend top five yeah on the list, I would like i said top three for this one but i would put fma if we did a top five full metal full, full metal alchemist brotherhood yeah. would be up there yeah yeah it, it that was also one of those i didn't i watched late in the game you just you you just get really attached to the brothers they go through so much and they get through it together and they're just i love ed and al <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting emotional over here. Anything yeah. to do with family or sister or brothers, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it has a lot of emotion. Mhm. Yeah. Um, so add that to your list too, listeners. If you haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Okay. Do you have another honorable mention you want to talk about? Or... Um. I have another one, but I, 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 you might actually add it too. I don't know. Hold on. I'm gonna. What's yeah. the one that you think I might choose to? I was going to say My Hero Academia. That's a fair statement. Yep. I feel like you would agree with me on most... On Actually, no, 100% My Hero Academia. Just because it's a more newer anime. Uh, more newer. Uh, <laughs> Proper newer grammar. Anime, newer <laughs> anime. I would say it's been the last, what, five, six years? Something like that, roughly. It's got four seasons now. So About five. Yep. Yeah, I would say five to six years old this was during a time when a lot of the other mainstream animes were starting to end i think bleach ended around that time i think naruto was wrapping up with its last arc what else was going on there was another one no those are the big three um one piece was the other third but it's still going on so we're not going to talk about it so the bigger animes that everyone was watching naruto bleach were starting to wrap up and then this this one came out of nowhere I remember reading the news about it. They're like, is this the new big three? Like, this is the start of the big three, the new age big three, something like that. It's ironic because there are characters in the show, like the big three or something, yeah. right? <laughs> three is a very powerful number in anime, I think, because a lot of like team based ones will have like, oh, it's three characters. Okay. Team of three characters. Naruto had members of three. Bleach had, I don't know if Bleach had, it's been a while. It's like the big three was starting to die out. And it was hype about the whole, like, what's going to be the next big three or whatever. And this this one came out. People really, really enjoyed how it kind of went back to the basics of a character who's completely useless. His name is Deku. He had So in, in My Hero Academia, I don't, 80% of the world has superpowers, right? And he is one of the 20% that have no superpowers. And he's... When he was a young kid, he really wanted to be a superhero. Why? Uh, Because he had this one, the number one hero was his hero. All Might was his hero. And this dude is basically like a Superman, but with a smile is basically what he is. And he's just this huge role model for Deku. And when Deku finds out that he has no superpowers, it kind of just kind of just broke him. Right. Um, Don't be a hero, right, mommy? (laughs) <laughs> yeah so he he, he kind of just it kind of just broke him the fact that he didn't have any superpowers but he still wanted to be a superhero 
was it episode one? I guess episode one is where Might shows up. I don't know if it's like a huge spoiler, but I mean, you won't be able to know what the rest of the anime is about without knowing this one spoiler is that All Might gives his power to Deku. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is in the ep- the first episode. I yeah. um, so this is another one I came in late in the game for because I uh, let it be known I am a dreadful hipster and I just don't like following trends and mainstream stuff. But you know, I gave it a shot uh, recently, very recently, and so it's interesting hearing the backstory when it first came on the scene that it was like it was in, during a time of you know all the classics were kind of wrapping hey, up and everything. Did amazing on his timing releasing this yeah yeah so yeah because yeah it's the whole story of my, my hero academia has the same traits as those mainstream ones where it's like useless character slowly becomes more powerful gains friends credible fight scenes credible backstories of all the characters it's just it has influences from all of the greatest animes i've seen so far and then some and then it just kind of just wows you as you watch it yeah right? and then coming from a different perspective because you you say that you you see all these influences coming from someone who's probably not as avid watcher as you it's this is this my hero academia is a, definitely an approachable anime it doesn't you know there's not things that you need to know or like to get it it just it's very captivating captivating from the start and it'll get you hooked for sure and yeah. there's a whole cast of characters wide range of personalities and you you love them you hate them and but they all they're all very lovable people and it's it's even Deku, no do not get me started <laughs> that is a character i i hate <laughs> my best friend is trying to get me to love him and i don't but deku is a character i mean you root for all of them but deku is really a character that you you want to root for because you know he feels so passionately about wanting to be a hero. He's given an opportunity once in a lifetime from his role model. So he, you see him struggle with adapting to having powers, but then also trying to fulfill his commitment to make All Might proud. And then he's trying to survive in the world of being a hero. And so yeah, it's it's just you follow his journey to become a hero. You know, it's it's funny. I've I've talked to a couple of people about this show, and some of them actually don't like Deku. I mean, he can be kind of whiny sometimes, and Not I can whiny, see that. But I think his his heart is in the right place. His ideas, planning, and stuff are are all good. He's a very critical thinker in terms of like how he does his Strategy. hero stuff. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. very much critical thinker. Uh, compared to more of like the impulsive people um, or impulsive classmate he has, but he he thinks through his plan. He and I mean, I feel like the moments where he doesn't think sometimes is probably the moments where he shines the most. It's kind of weird. Like I know he he thinks about how his f- fights are going to be and how how, how it should be things, how it should play out but, and everything. But I think yeah. the place where he stars he he shines the most is definitely when he doesn't think and he just goes for it you know so i feel like at some point in the show he's going to stop with the thinking and it's just going to be him feeling feeling what he needs to get done um and he's just going to do it so i feel like it's almost like a a crutch that's pro or con kind of for him it's like his thinking he overthinks things it, um one of his character yes. flaws i guess yeah it's just 
really well done, really great music score. Fight scenes are super intense. The art style is just very, very colorful, very great vibrant, clean. and yeah, very, very yeah, very sleek. Yeah. And when you watch it, you're just like, this is a great. It's almost like a beautiful work of art. The dialogue is amazing, both in English and in dub. I or subbed and English. English so. and dub. So yeah. you heard it. You heard it here first. The dub is far superior. <laughs> uh, I would say they both they both do a great job. Yeah, just one of those shows that I feel like everyone should watch. It's a great That's introduction. Yeah, yeah, great introduction to the. But the thing is, sometimes I worry about telling people to watch the newer shows is because. The older shows, the art style might not be as good. The music might not be as impactful. The dialogue might be a little too um, mature or too dry, I guess. Uh, voice acting might not be as good as the newer newer people. So when I recommend a newer show, I kind of step back a bit. And I'm like, do I really want them to see the best that the anime world has to offer right now? Or do I want them to grow up to that point because i appreciate hero academia more now because i can see where all the past work has influenced it right right which, um, which probably has a much deeper impact to you than it does for someone like me but i i agree you know it's great that a newer show can hold its ground but i also think that it shouldn't define what anime is either you know the the classics are classics for a reason, and they got sure. they they brought to what my hero something like a my hero is today. I guess if you're more passive of an anime watcher, this is probably not as big a deal. But for people like you and me who appreciate anime, you know we we know that where all this stuff came from, all the influences. All right, I think I, that was two of my honorable mentions, right? I mean, I agreed upon between both of us. Um, I, I have a list of my anime that I just at the top of my head. And I mean, there's a lot of great anime. My best friend, she made a comment. You, you know, we talk about anime a lot and we do these Twitter, you know, top fives or whatever. She, she, I remember she distinctly was like, I'm surprised Sword Art Online is not on your list. And uh, see, I have opinions <laughs> about that one. I mean, we won't get into yeah. the nitty gritty, but. I don't think Sword Art Online is one that you want to start with. You know, it may be in my rotation that I can watch over and over again, never get bored of, but I would I wouldn't suggest that one to someone new. That you know, there's a whole different level of like liking something when you're trying to recommend it to someone who has no exposure to anime. Soul Eater is a, a another one of those two. It, it's that one's kind of like a hit or miss in my opinion, but I I really like yeah. one. Yeah. I can see how people don't like Soul Eater. A lot of stuff that goes into that show is kind of just too random for me sometimes. I'm just like, okay, that just happened. I don't really understand it. I think it was supposed to be funny, and I'm not sure if I'm supposed to laugh at this point. <laughs> yeah, that one That one is kind of weird. Um, Again, I think because there's like a darker element. Are, like... are you team Black Star? Uh, huh? Are you team Black Star? Heck no. <laughs> Okay. He's so obnox <laughs> obnoxious caricatures do not sit well with me. He he's almost on par with like Bakugo slash Kachan. So are you are you kid or uh Mako? Maka? Mm. You mean Maka? Is it Maka? Oh, yeah, Maka. Sorry. I'm I'm kid. Team kid. kid. Team kid. All right. Because yeah, I, I am I feel like I am kid. 
Oh, okay. Everything yeah. has to be cement. His his little personality quirk is that he's he has to have uh he, everything is symmetrical. Like yeah. the, the number eight, the it's number eight. Hair, apparently. Well, yeah. I, the I ironic don't quite thing. Understand it. Yeah, he his hair is never symmetrical, but I guess he just have you have finished Soul Eater before? No, I've gone through like half of it, I think. Well, then you should probably finish it to find out why. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Probably a good idea. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, I think I mean those. I think those are really solid honorable mentions. We could go down the rabbit hole at this point, <laughs> just like yeah. naming a bunch of anime. But well, I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, if you're new to anime, I hope you got some good choices to choose from. We would love to hear. If you venture into the anime, if you do, you can reach out to us on Twitter and tell us what you watched and what you liked about it. So and any last our, words? What's our Twitter handle, Siri? Our Twitter handle is at enter the chat podcast. All running. And same for Instagram as well. Okay, cool. Good to know. Mm-hmm. I'll to definitely know. follow those. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible host. Don't even support your own project. <laughs> um, but even if you are already an avid anime watcher and that's the reason why you clicked on our podcast, definitely feel free to check those animes out. They're really well done. All very good stories if you haven't already seen them. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> oh, and if you are an avid anime watcher if you have different anime in mind that you think people should watch as their first time show yeah. let us know hit us up yeah spread the love spread the anime discussion. love we can do a, a a community top three and discuss community why top three. that would be interesting yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool future goals yep all right well thank you so much for listening everybody we appreciate your ears See you in Qua out. Later.